0: Of our Lord Jesus Christ, Amen. are you happy to be in the presence of the Lord this morning? Yes. Amen. Amen. We say happy Mother's Day. Amen. Uh, can we give the mothers in our midst? Uh, I'm reminded of the words of Charles Spurgeon when he said, I am sure that in my early youth, no teaching ever made such an impression upon my mind as the instruction of my mother. Neither can I conceive that to any child there can be one who will have such influence on the young heart as the mother who has so tenderly cared for her offspring. A man with a soul so dead as not to be moved by the sacred name of mother, is creation's blood. Never could it be possible for any man to estimate what he owes to a godly good, mother. Amen. Certainly I have not the powers of speech with which to set forth my valuation of the choice, blessing which the Lord bestowed on me in making me the son of one who prayed for me and prayed with me amen i guess we all agree in the building many of us we owe what we are today to our mothers they prayed for us they were there and uh, uh, provided the care for us until we are who we are Uh, you know there are times where you can seem to be on par with your father Uh, fathers have got a way to bring you to their level But with a mother, you will always be a child. Do you agree? Amen. Amen. When it comes to mothers, you can never outgrow your mother. May God bless the godly mothers that are there praying for their kids. Raising kids is such a great challenge. Most of them develop gray hairs before the time because of the burden that they have for the kids. But despite all, know that you are a great mother. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Maybe just take a seat. We've got some visitors here. I've got Brother Komani and his wife. If they can stand to their feet, Brother Komani and his wife. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Brother Komani. Good to see you. Amen. I have not forgotten the speech that you gave at Brother Mashilo's wedding many, many years back. Amen. I was really quite indulged with good English there. Amen. Brother Gololo and his wife, if you can stand to his feet as well. God bless you, Brother Gololo, and your wife. You are certainly welcome. Amen. Now, uh, I will explain to you why they are here. Uh, Brother Pastor uh, Tamara told me that they are coming this way. Amen. I've got uh, the Mutimuni family uh, in our midst. The Mutimuni family—they uh, are, you know—they are one of the landscapes of the message of the hour. Uh, when you, the moment you say the Mutimuni, it conjures up the image of our daily departed pastor Mutimuni, who was an elder in our midst. Uh, if the Mutimuni family can stand to their feet. Amen. God bless you. Then uh, I have the Rashilu family. Uh, Rashilu, uh, the pianist here, uh, is an offspring of the Rashilus. If the Rashilo family can stand to their feet. Amen. 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 So you see a strong delegation this morning. Yes. Now I have Brother Bouti Mtimuni. If he can stand to his feet. Amen. This is Brother Boutim Sibusisum Timuni. If you can come to the fore, Amen. I've got Sister Hannah Rashilu, if she can stand. Can come to you can come to the fore, my sister. Amen. 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 Now let me let me paint you a picture of how rich this heritage is. Yes. The 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 father of the brother was a pastor. He is the one that officiated the marriage of the parents of the sister. (laughs) So, you can see how, how strong the heritage is. And brother... Uh, We live during a time, I was telling Pastor Tamara, that it is very encouraging to see a son of a pastor, and especially who is no longer around, uh, standing up like a man. And I believe your father must be looking from yonder and becoming proud of the kind of man that you are becoming. Never left today. He has been with me. I've never had meetings. He has never given us a problem in any way. So I, I hold him in high regard. Amen. So I'm going to do the engagement Maybe if a representative from the Rashilu family can come through, and as well as for the Mtimuni family. But before they do that, let's read a scripture. Are you not having goosebumps with how they are making us proud? In the book of Luke 2, verse 4, four and five Luke chapter two verse four and five maybe out of respect for the weight less than to our feet. And Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house and lineage of David amen. to be text with his to be text with Mary his espoused wife being great with child amen. Amen. amen now the prophet of god comes he says in the message we have seen his star and we have come to worship him he says now i would like to pass this on before we go further Espousing in the East was the same as marriage, a be- betrothal. As soon as they were espoused, they were married. When that sacred vow between them was taken, read in Deuteronomy chapter 22, verse 23, you'll find out that when this man and man, man this woman and man agreed to be married, yet they did not take the vows for months later, if they even broke that vow, they were guilty of adultery. That's right. When they were exposed, espoused, they were just the same as marriage. The law had not given them rights to live together as husband and wife yet, but before God, when they promised one another, their weights were sealed in God's kingdom. And to break that was just committing adultery. Are you still with me, church? Amen. Do you see how critical it is? Yes. They, are, they are potentially married, but they are not married. Yes. When you come through an engagement, it is a promise that I will marry you, you will marry me, and then you're going to exchange vows later. But before God, you are married. But you cannot live as a husband and wife, because if you do that, it becomes fornication. Are you still with me? Now, as they are coming this morning uh, to make this engagement as a promise that later on will be married, uh, he cannot later turn on his ways and marry somebody else. It becomes adultery. Uh, are you with me? You know. Uh, We live during a time where such things don't have gravity that much among believers. A boy promises here, lives here, goes there. It does not work like that. Hallelujah. Now, I, I made a conscious decision after I read what the prophet said. I... I don't officiate a marriage of a believer and unbeliever no more. It has to be a believer marrying a believer. Can you say amen to that? If somebody somewhere wants to get married to maybe a sister in ZCC, they need to go and ZCC must do the whole process. Hallelujah! We can go as invited guests because it's not. It's not. Are you with me? You You have to believe the message that it will rapture you, and that it can produce a partner for you. I I am declining invitations these days. Even now, I do not officiate. If if a pastor invites me, maybe in Polokwane, and say I've got a couple come and officiate, I don't. I believe a pastor must officiate their own people (laughs) (laughs) because you know them better. Uh, Hallelujah. We 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 are being careful because, for a lack of a better way to we we handled hands balls. As pastors, you, you walk into something you don't know. Later it falls apart. You only realize that, oh, you were not aware of one, two, three. Amen. So these days we officiate marriages of people that we know.
1: Amen.
0: Oh, quotation uh, for that. Brother, bring that Ephesians church age, and the church will read with me this quotation. Amen. Amen. You see, I, I preach such things so that when they happen, they must not say, hey, the pastor... Does not want to support us, you know. The standard <laughs> Ephesians, church age, paragraph 121. One, the prophet says, You can read after me to keep the name of Jesus Christ above any church, above anything else, let it be first in whatever the Bible said. Whatever you do in weight or, or in deed, do it all in the name of Jesus Christ. Of Jesus Christ. Is that right? that right? Whatever you do in weight or, or in deed, if you marry, if you marry, marry a person. Marry a person. If, you if you can't, if they are all scrambled up in their marriage, don't marry, don't marry them at all. See, See. if you can't freely say, you can freely say, I pronounce you husband and wife in the name of Jesus Christ, I you and wife in the name of Jesus Christ. Let them go. Let them go. <laughs> That's the quotation. If they are all mixed up, we don't find a way to fix the mixed up. We just let them go. Amen. Amen. Why are we saying we want our young men to raise the bar? Yes. We want our young women to raise the bar. Yes. Amen. Amen. To, to do things to show that they are part of royalty. Yes. A royalty doesn't get married to a commoner. Yes. Amen. Yes. You can take your seats the church as I get one representative. Of the Muntimuni, actually from the Rashiru family. Amen. Just the Rashiru family. Numbers 30, Brother says, Numbers 30, verse 1 If a man makes a vow, a vow will stand. If a woman makes a vow, and in the day that she made a vow, her father finds out about a vow, and her father disagrees with the vow, that vow will not stand. Yeah. So the sister needs a permission, Amen. the brother just needs the blessings of the family. Amen. A- Amen. Amen. Because you are marrying her for you, not for the family. But this is an engagement, amen. amen. The mutimunis, if they can stand, amen. so that they know that this boy had their blessings. Amen. The mutimunis, if they can stand again, all right. This brother, koma-pe. amen. Um, komani, amen. I normally say komapi, koma, in spray. This is komani, amen. <laughs> God bless you. You hear the blessings of the family. Oh, God bless you. Yes. Baba, you agree that this daughter should be engaged to this young man? Okay. God bless you. A round of applause. You can take your seats, the representative, while I remain with the two. Amen. Is there all right is it with you all right amen you're gonna give me something here as a token isn't he looking presidential today God bless you Amen Let's just pray for the ring Gracious Heavenly Father I'm just laying my hands upon this token uh, As our our brother got it As a symbol of his promise later on And dear God may you bless it In the name of Jesus Christ Amen Amen. Now amen. Amen Where is the brother? Brother Grace you need to come and help us with the mic here If we can get a mic, OK. The way is so beautiful, is best that you are the one taking it out. <laughs> yes. All right, sister, you can come closer uh, as you uh, Sleep on the engagement ring on her, you can speak what is in your heart. Amen. Amen. Let's put your hands here Let's pray Gracious Heavenly Father Here is a young man and a young woman Have come before the altar Under the supervision of the parents And the pastors And the young man has made a promise That according to the time of life He shall retain And shall make this woman to be his wife the devil hates such especially such an exemplary act in the end time but right now we fortify them by prayer that any plan of satan against them must be derailed and aborted in the name of jesus christ may they remain pure and in good standing scripturally until the day that we will come and pronounce them husband and wife. Dear God, I can imagine parents that have raised them to the best of their ability in the message of the hour. They must be feeling proud to see the results of their prayers. I lay my hands upon them I say, may the Holy Spirit be a guide may the Holy Spirit be there to guide their interaction let it remain holy until that day as I commit them to you in the name of Jesus Christ Amen Amen. God bless you Amen. Amen My advice, Brother Brenham says never kiss that girl until the pastor never kiss or hug that girl until the pastor pronounces you husband and wife. Amen. So uh, until the wedding, keep the holy distance. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Now we can preach as we stand to our feet and turn to the book of Genesis, the 24th chapter. Read in this manner. You can read after me. And Abraham was old. and well stricken in age and And the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things and Abraham Abraham said unto his eldest servant of his house house, that that ruled over all that he had put I pray thee Thy hand, thy hand under my thigh. And I will make thee way by the Lord. The God of heaven. The God of, heaven. The, God of the, earth, the God of the earth. That thou shalt not take a wife unto me, unto my son, of the daughters of Canaanites. Among whom I dwell. But thou shalt go unto my country, to my kindred, kindred. and take a wife unto my son, Isaac. Isaac. Amen. Amen. Brother Komani, if you come and just bless the reading of the word, my brother. Amen. Thank you, Father. We want to thank you for your love.
2: We want to thank you for the protection that you've given to us. Mm. Father, Lord Jesus, as you said, he these two are um, put together by you, let no man put them asunder. Mm. We want to thank you, Father, for uniting them. You yes. are so great, you're so wonderful, Father. If a child is asking for uh, fish, Never give him a snake. Mm. Father Jesus, we are so great. We are grateful for all the good things that they've done unto our brother and our sister. And our pastor has read the scripture, Father. Mm. We know, Father, that you are the author of these scriptures. Let it be so. Free. At the same time, you are the interpreter. Of the there is no private interpretation to the scriptures. May you please come and give the interpretation.
0: We pray in the mighty, wonderful name Lord Amen, amen. Ah! Well, bless you, amen as you take your seats amen. Do I see Brother Tamaga there? Oh okay, I think it's a striking resemblance. Amen. Just a couple of minutes I thought let me not break the inspiration for today and carry on in light of what the couple has done this morning and speak on a bloodline. Hallelujah. Now, a bloodline becomes very critical when you speak about the royalty. We have seen in recent times, especially... In our country, we have had a king that passed on, or a few kings that passed on, and left the heirs to the throne, and uh, was particularly captivated by the Zulu nation. After the Zulu king passed on, and after the queen passed on, now the, the young men that they've identified to be a heir, and this young man is not married. Amen. Amen. And now he's going to be a king. Now, according to their traditions, he can't just marry anyone. Hallelujah. I hear this morning, uh, because he's a king, he must marry within the royal bloodline. Uh, When you come, especially among the kings and the queens, there is such a high regard for a bloodline. No matter how pretty, how one may be educated, it is not allowed for royalty to cross the line. And marry a commoner. Amen. Now, even spiritually speaking, when you come to the things of God, Bloodline is very critical because one of the things the devil uses against us mostly is the iniquity of our bloodline. Most of us are aware of our own sins, transgressions, we know our own stuff, we recognize where we have fallen short. However, things, there are some things that are buried in our bloodlines, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, you you find that you behave in a certain way and do things in a certain way, but is detected or is dictated by your bloodline. Now, the best way, if, if you want to uh, if there is a generational case, the only way to cancel a generational case that comes through the bloodline you need to cancel it by another bloodline. Uh, uh, hallelujah. Uh, and every, every family, I've said it many a times, no matter how, how prestigious a family name is in the community, but every family name, when you go into that family tree and dig in that family tree, you're going to find things that are not desirable. Wow. <laughs> Hallelujah. There, there's a great, great father uh, uh, that you may not be proud of. There may be a relative that was captivated by a certain spirit, and that spirit moves from them and moves to the next one, and it moves right in your family. So the best way to cancel that, you need another bloodline, Amen. the bloodline of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And actually, all bloodlines are corrupted. Amen. Even the bloodlines of the kings and the queens upon the face of the earth are corrupted. The only bloodline that is clean is the bloodline of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Are you still with me? Amen. Now, Brother Brenham, he speaks in this message, a blushing prophet, uh, paragraph 6. He says, now, we find that Israel was not to mix marriage. Are we the spiritual Israel today? Yes. Brother Brenham says, the genuine of the Israel in the Old Testament... Typed the journey of the church in the New Testament. Now we find that Israel was not to mix marriage. Their marriage was, was to be among one another. Not no Israel to ever marry a Gentile, but was to keep their bloodstream clean. Even till this day, I believe that the Jewish bloodstream is the cleanest bloodstream on the face of the earth today. They are looking for that Messiah. We know that he has already come and their eyes were blinded that we could have a chance of repentance through Christ Jesus. Now the prophet says, when you look at the bloodstream of the Jewish, it is still the cleanest upon the face of the earth because they have this thing that an Israelite cannot marry outside their own nation. Hallelujah. Now, somebody says, by the way, exception. The existence of exception, the, with the mere fact that you speak about an exception, an exception is an evidence that there is a rule. Amen. If there were no rules, there will not be an exception. When the moment you speak about an exception, exception confirms that there is a rule. Now, according to the rule, they were not supposed to marry outside Israel. Now, a lot of times when you check the journey of the Israelites, and right from Genesis and throughout the Old Testament, most of the time when Israelites were weakened, they were weakened through intermarriages. Hallelujah. Uh, you'll, you'll, you'll follow me and understand what I'm talking about. They, wh- why? We, we have to preach these things to the young people so that they understand the expectations. You know, when, you, when there is no standard, anyone can do whatever they want. But when there is a standard, you know when you have broken the standard. And you know how to make amends to come back to the standard. Are you, are you with me? Now, if Israel was not allowed to marry outside the Israelites, I believe today, believers today should marry among believers. Do you still believe such gospel this morning? Ah, hallelujah. Now, 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14, it reads in this manner. You'll read with me. It says, Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Are we all reading? Let's try one more time. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness?
1: unrighteousness?
0: And what communion hath light with darkness? darkness? Paul was advising us that we need not to be unequally yoked together with unbelievers because righteousness cannot have fellowship with unrighteousness. Light cannot have fellowship with darkness. Are you still with me? I, I think we, we have to raise the bar. In Deuteronomy 7, from verse 1, God spoke to the Israelites there during their journey. If it's not visible, brother, you can go back to your software. And when, you can read with me, And when the Lord, their God, shall bring thee into the land whither thou goest to possess it, and has cast out many nations before thee, nations before thee. the Hittites, the Gigashites, the Amorites, Giga-shite, the Canaanites, the Perisites, the Havites, the, 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 Havite, the, Havite, the Jebusites, Jebusite. seven nations greater and mightier than thou. And when the Lord thy God shall deliver them before thee, thou shalt smite them them and utterly destroy them. them. Thou shalt make no covenant with them, them. nor show mercy unto them, neither shalt thou make marriages with them Because you cannot destroy a nation that you have made marriages with. Because you will be destroying your children that came from those marriages. Uh, you, you, you see, God understands the battle plan. Are, are you with me? Neither shall, th- this le- will read once more, neither shall thou make marriages with them. Thy daughter thou shalt not give unto his son. Shall, shall unto his son. No, his daughter shalt thou, thou take unto thy son. So during this time, the parents had the right when one of these nations came and said, I've seen your daughter. They had a right to say, not my daughter. Hallelujah. Today, the parents have got a scriptural authority to say, not my child. Hallelujah. I hope we are together here. And even the pastors have got a right to say, not our son. Not our daughters. You know, being a message believer is such a a high standard. Not everybody should attract you. you. You know, we are told that eagles... They they identify mates in the sky. There is a certain altitude that an eagle identifies a mate. Because if it identifies a mate at a low altitude, it will end up marrying a wrong bait. So it has to go at a certain altitude and know that only a certain type of species flies in this area. Hallelujah. That's why a son of God has got to go into a certain spectrum of revelation and identify a partner during, in that spectrum, knowing that in this region, it's only a region of the blessed. Can I get an amen on that one? Verse 4, For they will turn away thy son from following me. This is the scripture. God knew that if they if they go and take somebody who has got no revelation that they have, they're going to turn your son from following me. They're going to turn your daughter from following me. But if your son marries somebody who worships the same God, they will worship God together, and they will teach their children to follow me. Then, then it becomes generational. Are you here? Amen. For they will turn thy son. They, for they will turn away thy son from following me, that they may serve other gods. So will the anger of the Lord be kindled against you. And destroy thee suddenly. God is telling them that if you dare do this, I will destroy you. And suddenly, so. Hallelujah. But thus shall he deal with them, he shall destroy their altars. Folks, when we move through certain nations, we don't borrow their things. If we see their things, we destroy their things. Are you still with me? But if we come into an alliance, it will be difficult to destroy them. I hope we are together. Brother, bring the mark of the beast and the seal of God, paragraph 28. The prophet says in this message we find Israel where Israel and compared it with Moab how that Israel stayed true the bloodline true and we find out find out here that Moab an illegitimate all fundamental just the same as Israel was but Israel who had the true bloodline so the difference between Moab and Israel, it was the bloodline. When you looked at them on the surface, they looked exactly the same. Moab had a prophet, Israel had a prophet. Israel had altars, Moab had altars. Hallelujah. Moab made sacrifices, Israel made sacrifices. But the pillar of fire honored only the bloodline. Are you still with me? That's why. A marriage has got to take place under the pillar of fire. Yeah. Outside of the pillar of fire, it will be a headache after a headache. Yeah. Can we say amen to that? Yeah. It is. But Israel, who was the true bloodline, had signs and wonders following them. They had a brass a serpent, divine healing. They had the shout of the king in the camp. They had a smitten rock for their salvation. They had a heavenly father feeding them from above. They were having a glorious time, not yoked up with nothing, just interdenominational floating around. And they were making fun of them because they weren't even a nation, just scattered people. Are you still with me? I hope you understand how critical it is when it comes to the bloodline. Come to Numbers twenty-five, verse one. And Israel abode in Shittin, and the people began to commit whoredom with the daughters of Moab, and they called the people unto the sacrifices of their gods, and the people did it and bowed it down to their gods. This is the first time where we see Israel is being weakened. You're gonna see later on that there's been actually several instances where Israel was weakened. Are you still with me? Yes. The, the, the sons, the sons of Israel, went to the daughters of Moab, and when they went to the daughters of Moab, and through this intermarriage, wardom was introduced, and idolatry was introduced, and Israel turned their back on God. And I'm beginning to see it in the end time. Young men are turning their back on the message of the hour because they are getting into alliances that are not scripturally authorized by the scriptures. Are you still here, people? And and the pastors are at the point where they just fold their arms, they go with the flow. But we need not to go with the flow. We need to remind Israel that you are Israel. We need to remind Israel of the standards of Israel. You are not like any other nation. Your God is not like their gods. Your faith is not like their faith. Hallelujah. Your weight is not like their creed. You are called out. You are a peculiar people. You are part of the royal priesthood. And if you are royalty, you have to marry within royal cycles. Hallelujah. The problem is that when you are a king, you marry a commoner, there is a certain decorum that is expected in the palace. There is a way that they talk in the palace. There is a way that they dress in the palace. There is a way that they do things in the palace. But if you are a king and you marry a Madonna, she's going to bring a Madonna in the palace, and things are going to look out of place. Can I get an amen on that one? The message, Painted Face, Jezebel, paragraph 18. The prophet says, and you know, it goes to show that he was that type of a person, or he wouldn't have fell for that type of woman. Brother Brenham says, you don't know a man until he gets married. Uh, Hallelujah. Uh, Show me your wife, then I'll know who you are. The wife reveals the hidden parts of the man. Brother Bram says a young man, when he is growing up among you, you don't know him. But watch what he marries. He says what he marries reveals his ambition. Hallelujah. I don't care whether you say he is quiet, he is reserved, he is a fine brother, he loves the spoken way. But watch what he marries. Because that will reveal what is on the inside. Hallelujah. Are you still with me here? He's referring to Ahab here. He says, you know, it goes to show that he was that type of a person or he wouldn't have fell for that type of woman. That's right. Israel was supposed to marry? Israel was supposed to marry? They wasn't supposed to mix marriage. You know it's right. You are not supposed to do it even when? Church, are you here? Yeah. You are not even allowed to do it, even yeah. is yeah. yeah. not even allowed. Yeah. As it was disallowed there, yeah. even today, it is not disallowed. Yeah. Remember, God does not operate by popular demand. Yeah. Even if the people say we go this way, yeah. the word of God is not dictated by the majority, yeah. the word of God is dictated by God Himself. Yeah. And you know, when we preach such things, people get jittery. Oh, you know, you are becoming hard and so forth. Let me tell you something. Our responsibility is to pitch the weight. Yes. And the weight will attract its own. Yes. Uh, hallelujah. Yes. Brother Prem say, look at every age when the message is brought forth, no matter how harsh it is, the predestinated always rally around the way. Yes. And even in the end time where the world where we see everybody is going this way, but if we keep on the middle of the road and say this is the way, there will be young men that will respond to the call. There may be fewer, but they will be there. That will say we understand what you are saying And we abide by those godly principles There will be young daughters That will say yes it's difficult for everyone else And it's even difficult for ourselves But if it is the word saying that We're going to follow what God says Whether it's popular or unpopular But we're going to remain with what God says Folks let me tell you something God will always have a witness hallelujah if i backslide it doesn't mean that there will not be a genuine pastor god will raise another one if you backslide god will raise another one at no point in time god will be disparate there will always be somebody somewhere that say i understand and i take it not only take it but i live according to it you are not supposed to do it today either. Yeah. Young girl, listen to me within the sound of my voice. When you are a message believer, you cannot allow to be swayed away by a wealthy boy. That's true. Amen. The moment you are swayed, that means you have lowered your altitude. You have become accessible to strange baits, yeah. and you need to go higher where it is the region of the eagles, you are not supposed to do it today either. You unbelievers with believers that's against the law of God, against what folks, against the Bible, against the law of God. This is not Brother Madiba saying it, is Thou says the Lord. This is the prophet of the hour saying it. And if it's the prophet saying it, I say amen to that. Not only say amen, I will preach it until the grave. And I'm glad there are people that will believe it until the grave. I hear I need sisters to say amen. I need sisters to say amen. Because wealthy boyfriends have been been brought into the message by some mothers. Oh, sorry to be against mothers on Mother's Day. Uh, hallelujah. A daughter comes and says, he's the one. He, she knows he's wealthy. The mother doesn't say, no, we'll not do it. They say, we'll find a way around that. Yeah. Uh, hallelujah. But we need mothers that can rise the standard and say, my daughter, we are the people of faith. We were once in Egypt and God took us by his mighty hand out of Egypt. God opened the Red Sea. God brought the manna. We are not like them. Don't look there. Do we still have those mothers that can bring the gospel in the living room? Mother to a daughter and handling matters face to face and said the prophet never allowed it. I'm not waiting to tell dad. You hear it right here from my mouth. It is not allowed. Are you here? Yeah. Amen. 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 Now, when it comes, I've looked at the marriages in among the British. When you are part of monarch, you are not allowed to propose unless it has been approved by the Queen. It's one of the Royal Marriages Act of 1772. Royal dissidents must seek the monarch's approval before. Why? They want to check the bloodline. Who is he? Who are his parents? Where do they come from? What are the dynamics in that family? And the queen has to approve all unions of her children and grandchildren. And all marriages that took place in that palace were approved by the queen. Except the recent one. And given its controversy... You realize that, yeah, remember, where you are sitting, you can become political about it and say, ah, the royal king is, what it, the royal family is what it is," but they've got their own expectations. That's true. Amen. Amen. We can rejoice as black people and say, "Hey, you finally married a black woman." But, but again, when you are sitting on the other side, you would have not understood. with no I don't want to get into the politics of it but this one was a divorcée and I don't know how does it auger within the royal family to marry a divorcée now if a royal family that is imperfect can have such standards how much more about this royal family. Now, when we grew up, we, we grew up during a time where freedom was quite limited as opposed to now where it is in abundance. When we grew up, we could not approach a sister and say anything that looks like you are proposing without the knowledge of the pastor. Amen. And sisters, during that time we trained if it looks and sounds like a proposal, I will flag it to the pastor. Amen. Brothers were on their toes because they knew that things had to be done clean. It was an era where we did not have WhatsApp. You couldn't access the sister via WhatsApp. Sisters during that time, most of the time, they spend time with their mothers. And you were sure, as sure as it is, that if you dare do something, the mother will know that very moment. And your matter will be relayed to the pastor at that moment. And in no time you will get the call from a deacon. Because why? There was an order. And during that time where it seemed like freedom was restricted, in the same vein, we did not have teenage pregnancies in the message. During that time, we did not have marriages collapsing. Things were done out of respect for God and for his children and for his weight. But in the process of time, with the abundance of freedom, we are beginning to see some standards being eroded. Are you still with me? And when you are a parent, when you are raising your kids, this time is time to be vigilant. You have to protect your children. And why am I saying that? I'm going to take it even further that although you need to marry among Israel, but not all Israel is Israel. Are you still with me? Sometimes you can avoid an unbeliever out there, but get married to an unbeliever in church. Are you still with me? And and this is where I I always say... uh, the clever ones marry the clever ones and they they reap reward the clever results. Hallelujah. <laughs> but when you are a brother, you know, when, when you are that's why, even if you don't marry in this church and you go elsewhere, speak to the pastor of the church first. Yeah. He knows these people. Yes. He watches them under a vision. Yes. Are you still with me? Get to. So the problem today, even we pastors, we, are, we, we get surprised. A brother just bursts into the office and say, Ah, it's done, Pastor. This is what it is. And you wonder that, hey, but I made an appointment with this sister to see Brother Mpanyana because there is this matter that she needs to resolve. Now, here is a brother. While we are looking for a fugitive, he presents a fugitive as a marriage partner. What do we do? I phone the duke and I say, hey, leave the matter. The brother has overtaken us. But who's going to reap the results? Who's going to suffer at night? Who's going to have many questions? And things that happened before marriage are now coming into marriage they are giving you a headache and you can't tell anyone because you never told anyone. You surprise everyone. So you must be surprised. I'm glad, Brother Lemon, you say, yes, Lord, as a single man. Hallelujah. You see, we are saying these things so that they must not be surprised. Are, are you with me? And you have to understand people are at different stages of growth in the weight. There are people and sisters you need to understand he can have a fat bank balance and have a car with a bigger engine and still not be worthy to be married. And one can come riding a bicycle to a church and be equally and suitable to get married. It, it's, not a, it's not about what they have. It's about who they are. I hope we are together. Marrying a commoner results in royalty forfeiting their royal status. The young man that has been identified as the heir of the Zulu nation, I see it caused such a hype among young people across the nations. And somebody was reminding them, I think Brother Mtabi preached about it the other time when he was here, about somebody that was excited. So young people are excited about this thing. And say he, they say he looks handsome. So somebody was reminding them and say, but you don't qualify. <laughs> <laughs> the hype will not qualify you to get married to a king. There are certain there are certain there are certain standards. And one of the standards and Brother Branham admired the Zulus when he was here, you have to be a virgin to get married to a king. Hallelujah. Yes. 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 These are the Zulus without the weight. They say there must never be a being fornication before a girl gets married to a king yes. without revelation. Hallelujah. Oh, brother, they practice it yearly. Yeah. They know and promote that our girls must remain virgins. Yes. They promote it aggressively. They even have a red dance for it, but they are unbelievers. Yeah. But message people have now gone quiet on requiring young people to be virgins. Yeah. Even by speaking that, it creates such a you cringe. But the Zulus are not cringing. But you are the ones that should be teaching the Zulus that there is a gospel that can produce virgins. If tradition can do it, I think God can do it ten times more. Brethren, these things we have not been preaching, but we must preach them. Our young, sex before marriage is a sin. Sex before marriage is a sin. Sex before marriage is a sin sex before marriage is fornication. Sex before marriage is against the word of God. No matter who's doing it, whether it's the pastor's child, sex before sin is a sin. Again, we get an amen on that one. Brother Brenham, he says this in the 50s. And I wonder what he would have said today. He said, looking for a vision, today, it was in the 50s, is like looking for a needle in the haystack. (laughs) This was in the 50s. Today we are in 2021. Billy Graham, I quote him, he said in one book that I read, he said, When they grew up, 98% of young girls that came before the altar were virgins. But it says today, 98% of daughters that come before marriage to the altar, they are not. The stats have reversed. But a lot of times it's not because of young people, it's because the pulpit has gone weaker. It doesn't preach because it depends on Sunday collection. Hallelujah! The pastor was hard, was hard, was hard. But as soon as he's a rich man's daughter, then all of a sudden he begins to mumble instead of preaching the gospel. But God will raise pastors. God will raise his servants. Oh, brother, if they eat soda crackers, so be it. But they will stay there and preach the gospel and they will keep the church clean. Because the bloodline must be protected.
1: Yes.
0: It must not be contaminated.
1: Hallelujah.
0: Painted face, Jezebel, paragraph twenty. And so Jezebel knows how to put it on to make it look nice. And so when Ahab, this young Jewish boy became king. She put the manicure on her eyes, or whatever you call it, you know. She flapped them back and forth. Fl- fl- eh? Ahab's heart went tumbling. Young men in the message today, their hearts are going tumbling. Because he didn't have God in there to teach him better. That's what a thing that was. Carry on. Now when, when she began to flirt with Ahab, Ahab married her. You know, We come from an era where a woman doesn't approach a man; a man approaches a woman. But today, because of liberty, women can do it. Because sobriety has left many of them. But I would imagine if I go on a hunting trip, Brother Chetty, and all of a sudden the prey that I'm hunting comes from from nowhere and start chasing towards me I think I would be worried I wouldn't be excited and say at least my job is easy I was going to look for it here it comes looking for me i actually going to run away from it because it looks suspect so if a woman approaches you, she wants to kill you real women don't approach men Real women are approached by men.
1: Are
0: you with me? Especially, I've said it many times, especially the brothers that are in diaspora. you left home, you are here. And I'm not talking about uh, sisters, I'm talking about South African women because these are not South African women are daughters of God, but South African women are dangerous. Amen.
1: Amen. 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 Amen.
0: Amen. In French we call them femmes fatales. absolutely beautiful and dangerous. Amen. They will approach you and make you forget home. Now, when she began to flirt with Ahab, Ahab married her. He thought, "That's just the one for me." And many men's made a mistake like that. And many men has done it. You ought to see her on wash day, or when she gets cleaned up. Really, might change your mind altogether. Women shouldn't be married by looks anyhow, but by
2: character.
0: She looks beautiful as she walks into the mall, but wait until she wakes up next to you, you'll see a horror movie. But the daughter of God, what she is today, what she is at night, What she is in the morning, she's exactly like that. And what makes her to become more beauty, her character comes and shines through. But these other ones, brother, (laughs) brother, and we want to raise young men that will not be attracted by such. That can have a thinking's man filter. Yes. And said this is not for me. Yes. Amen. Yes. Are you with me? Yes. The message, be certain of God. Paragraph 5. And it says, and then in his wedding, instead of marrying among his people, he went over and married a sinner. An idolater, worship of idols. He married Jezebel. And she was not a believer. I've been long on this Christian journey and I've seen things. And there are brothers that genuinely would make a mistake and go out and marry and come back. But I've observed number of times those that come back and repent genuinely it gets reflected on their wives That's
1: true.
0: Amen. those that come back and do not repent genuinely they are using their wives to change the standards in the message the dressing in church drops because there is a new sister that came young ones are looking at her they want to dress like her And later on, they want to be like that brother. That is why standards must be made to be known. So that young people should know what is expected of them. Are are you with me? And in the message, I've seen young people. I had a session with the Zimbabwean young people a while back. I will have another one with them this month, they asked me a question when it comes to interracial marriages and said, Pastor, we allowed to marry, if I'm black, can I marry a white sister? Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Now, there's never, there's no quotation where Brother Brenham said, under no circumstances must a black man not marry a white woman. There is no quotation. Now, my advice, I said, it is not disallowed, but it is not encouraged. Did you hear me? It is not disallowed, but it is not One approached me the other time and wanted to marry a sister of a different race, And my advice to the young man, I asked him a question because he wanted to marry somebody that had a dog. And this dog had a medical aid. This dog attended school. Now, I asked the brother that, are you going to love her and love the dog as much as you love her and pay for the medical aid of the dog? Now, he looked at me with such a wonder because his background, a dog has got to see how it survives, but on this side, a dog has got a medical aid. What I was trying to tell him, I was trying to show him that although it is not disallowed, but because of different backgrounds, how are you going to treat that dog? It will, reflect, it will mean so much to her and you will struggle the rest of your life debating about a dog. Yeah. But if he gets married to, to somebody who understands that a dog must have a medical aid, it's not an issue at all. It's a matter of when are we transferring your dog to my medical aid. You, you, have, to, you have to share. I'm saying this, folks. I've encouraged brothers like Brother Grace. They listen to me when I advise. I say, Brother, you're Congolese. The best way, get a Congolese woman. She knows, she knows how to cook fish according to your standards. If you get a Costa one, you'll struggle and eat a horrible fish and you'll end up fighting over a fish. Get somebody that understands you. Does it make sense, folks? Amen. Amen. Now, the prophet says, and no believer, and no should ever marry our young people, are you listening to that quotation? Amen. Now, here is my question. And it says under Under no? No exceptions. Amen. A- a- hallelujah. Amen. Should always marry? Yes. Now, this, 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 if this is a quotation that we believe and preach, why would I be expected as a message pastor to go and officiate a marriage between an unbeliever and a believer? How do I bypass this no circumstance? You know why what make make us to bypass this is because it's because we want to impress people. We rather we rather offend God. Uh, hallelujah. In the olden days, it does not mean that those issues were not there. Whenever you, you fell, hallelujah, you left the church. And you go and sort out your mess out there. Once you are done, then you give us a call and say, I'm now ready. But today, they want to sort out the mess in church. Mm. I hope you'll greet me after church. And no believer, and no believer should ever marry an unbeliever. Folks, under no I've seen circumstances in the message where brother fell and the sister the wealthy sister got pregnant. They say, because you made her pregnant, you must marry her. That's a circumstance. Under no young men and young women, hear me. Under no circumstances. But Ahab had done this evil thing. And no doubt. But what Jezebel was a well, she was pretty brother the brother Brennan speaks about her eyelashes the way they would bat until it sent the heart of Ahab tumbling you know when you are not when you don't have the Holy Ghost you get attracted by nonsense but when you've got the Holy Ghost you look beyond the eyelashes when you've got the Holy Ghost, you look beyond the makeup. When you have the Holy Ghost, something tells you and say, Brother, there must be a tie post. Hallelujah. When a son of God marries a daughter of God, he says it's a match made in glory. They have come now into the dispensation called tithe, And together they say, one day we will return back. And the more she becomes older with the gray hair, the more he loves her because it's like wine. The older it gets, the better it becomes. But if you marry a bitch, queen. One child, second child, then you begin to have issues of post-pregnancy. She doesn't look how she used to. Because what caught you was your wandering eye. Then your wandering eye goes wandering again. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Until you try to convince people it's your weakness. It's not your weakness, it's a sin. You need to repent of that sin. Are you with me? Amen. In this church, I will never accept a divorcee. Especially that was in the message. (coughs) Never. If you do it willingly, after knowing the message, don't ever come to this church. (laughs) You're going to pollute the minds of our young people. I've done it and I'll do it again. How, how, How do we after we have known your wife for a number of years, all of a sudden, we've got to have a new one in church. How do we introduce such a woman among young brothers? How, how do I preach marriage and divorce after I've allowed that? Then, gradually, I'm going to move into motivational gospel. Receive your car. Receive your house. Such nonsense. I can say repent because I'm an accomplice in your mess. Once you introduce one and say, that's my wife is the one that we know for the rest of your life. If you dare go other place, you must never come here. Are you with me, people? Because we are polluting the minds of our young people. Because in their hearts, if brother so-and-so did it, I can do it. The pastor allowed it, therefore it can be done. Hear me and hear me very well. It cannot be done here. The day we officiate your marriage is when we have seen the casket being lowered. And we know where your tombstone is. Then we can come and say, our brother will marry again. This does not apply to parents, only. it applies even to your children. I've seen parents, they're able to stand, but when their children get caught up in things, they change. It applies to your children as well. If your child marries somebody, and we know when we have attended, and later he wants to marry somebody, you don't bring your child here. Do you still believe in this gospel? Amen. 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 And Ahab had done this evil thing. And no doubt, but what Jezebel was a beautiful woman. He had fallen for what she looked like. Instead of? Amen. I think it was my friend. Pastor Pastor Hosanna in PE, he gave a beautiful illustration of a young man that dated a young woman. And they went to a hotel. When she got there, firstly, she took off her wig. (laughs) The next, she took off her teeth. (laughs) Then she took one of the legs then he says, this young man screamed and said, (laughs) (laughs) He married what he looked like, (laughs) not what she... Real beauty never runs out. It's a character, it's a display of a godly character. Are you with me? Yes. So, may our young people know we are protecting the bloodline. Yes. Coming back to our text, Abraham said, Don't marry my son, a daughter among the Kagananites. Go back to my own people. Go back to my own bloodline. Go back to the people that understand who I am and find a wife there for my son. And Brother Bram says, God, he, Abraham got the senior leader, servant in the household, Eliezer. And he said, Put your hand under my thigh. Brother Bram says, He made a vow that was generational. Because the decision that was going to be taken was generational. Look how beautifully. Then uh, Eliezer said, Lord, I need you to guide me. The angel will go before you. Yes. Hallelujah. And when they got there, we know the story. Rebecca came. There are many that came before Rebecca. But uh, uh, Eliezer had what we call a test. The way test. Yes. She that would give me water and as well give the camels water. She's the right one. Hallelujah. When camel consumes, they say, 100 liters. And if there were 100, how many? They were 1,000 liters. But when she got to the well, look at Rebecca. Brother Brenham comes. He says, The reason Rebecca went to the well, he said, the same angel that led Eliezer is the same angel that whispered into the heart of Rebecca and said, It's time to meet the messenger at the well. And when she got to the well, Eliezer said, Give me water to drink. She volunteered, she gave water to this man and later water to the camels. Hallelujah, Brother Brent said, though the beast represented the power, he said the same power that Rebecca gave or, or, or took care of is the same power that took care to Isaac. Are you still with But listen now, there's some way I'm going. Later he says, after she passed the test, he said, whose daughter are you? Because yes, you passed the test, but we still need to go according to the bloodline. Because why? This can be impersonated. Yes. But the bloodline can never be impersonated. And she announced whose daughter she was. And Elisa realized that goodness, the Lord has blessed my journey. And she went back to the household of Rebecca. And later on she explained the testimony of how God led him. Then later on they said he said, Don't delay me, I need to go back. Yes. Hallelujah. Then they say, let us call the daughter so that we can hear from the damsel herself. Then they asked Rebecca a question, will thou go with this man? Hallelujah. An unknown man. Mm. A man the way we, I mean, based on, she just believed based on what this man said. There was no one to confirm what she was was saying. But by faith, Rebecca looked at the messenger. And say, if the quality of the messenger is like this, therefore he that sent the messenger must be of quality. Will you go with this man? Then Rebecca made a decision which was a clear cut decision. Yes, I will go with this man. Look what happened in the household when a right marital decision was made. Will you go with this man? Yes, I will go with this man. Listen to the relatives of Rebecca. Oh, brother. You, Rebecca, our sister, thou art our sister. Be the mother of thousands and millions, and let thy seed possess the gates of its enemies. (laughs) Folks, it was not the relatives speaking, it was God speaking through relatives. Right on that marital decision. Listen to young men when you understand that a marital decision has got a generational impact. On the basis of those ways, later on, we see men like David fighting Goliath. The reason David defeated Goliath, it was not because he was killed with a slingshot. It's because many years ago, many years ago, her grandmother made the right decision. And upon that decision, there was a prophecy. Let thy seed possess the gates of its own enemies. I'm watching the young couple that we are marrying here, that we have just done their engagement here. It's not because they were able to overcome the challenges of the world, but it's because their mothers, their parents, many years ago, were presented with the messenger of the hour and they were asked by their relatives, Will you follow this messenger? William Baron Brenham, the Elias of the time. And the parents said, yes, we will follow. And from that side, today we are looking at the seed, possessing the gates of its enemies, based on the decision that was done by the parents many years ago. A marital decision can derail a generation, or a marital decision can become a blessing to a generation. Hallelujah. And I'm glad that this morning all of us, we came here because we followed the message of the hour. And when we asked our relatives, the denominations, will you go with this man? We said, yes, we will go with him. And as the Rebecca seed possessed the gates of their enemies, your seed must possess the gates of its enemies. Our children must overcome. Our children must defeat Satan. Hallelujah! They must do because of the decisions that we have made. God owes you as a parent to see it to it that you don't only overcome, even your children overcome. I say God owes it to you. You made a decision when it was unpopular. You believed in this messenger when it was unpopular. Therefore, you are entitled to certain generational blessings and say, on the basis of my decision, my children must rise wherever they are. Come on, church, are you here? Because they are part of your bloodline. Our children are going to heaven, folks. I say our children are going to heaven. It's a non-negotiable matter. Hallelujah. It's something that we claim. I like it when Moses said to Pharaoh, and Pharaoh said, you can go. The women, maybe, and the children, and maybe even the animals. Oh, listen to what he said. He said, brother, we are not leaving anyone. We are coming with our animals. We are coming with our children. We are coming with our wives. We are leaving nothing in Egypt. And today you are Israel. You can tell Pharaoh of the time, "I'm leaving nothing behind. I'm coming with my children. I'm coming with my family. I'm coming with everyone. And that requires some sisters on Mothers' days. That requires a certain militancy. You know, we know. there's nothing, there's nothing that moves God like a woman that is upset with Satan. When a woman says, ah, until this far, no further than this. Lord, I tolerated this, but cannot go further than this. These are my children. This is my offspring. There were nine months in my womb. Satan has got no say. They are a gift from God. They are inherited from God. God, I'm coming with them. Ah, when a woman does that, then things get turned upside down. A bloodline. A bloodline entitles you to a blessing. A bloodline entitles you to a victory. A bloodline entitles you to, a purity. A entitles you to purity. A bloodline entitles you to a victory. Hallelujah. when they announced the heir of the Zulu nation some wanted to dispute but they were told very quick it's not a legal matter you don't become a king by law you become a king by ordination you can say my father was a king my great grandfather was a king therefore I am a king. No law can take a throne away from you. How much more about these kings and queens, these prince and princes that are part of the royal bloodline. You are a king. You are a queen. Not by man-made circumstances, for ordained before the foundation of the world. And when you are a king, part of being part of the royalty A bloodline allows you to make a decree. If that young man tomorrow, that they just, I mean, he's just 42 years old. 42. But the Mabutus, the Zulu military, uh, the military, they bow to him. That boy tomorrow, he can issue a decree that will go around the Zulu nation and they will respond to it. It doesn't matter whether you like it or not. Yeah. They will tell you the king. Has po- it doesn't matter whether you are an old man and say, oh, no. Yeah. It's not about the age. It's about the position. Yeah. Yeah. And you need to abide by a decree. Yeah. Kings do decrees from time to time. Yeah. And the decree of a king cannot be changed by anyone else. Yeah. And you The scripture says whatever you bind here on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you set free here shall be set free in heaven. So you can make a decree and sign it off. And heaven is obligated to make sure that your decree is carried out in the manner that you have written it. God bless you, Richard. Yes. As we stand to our feet, He is Lord, He is Lord. you mm-hmm. i child of the king i'm a child of the king brother msavi will come and wrap up in prayer for us Thank you, Lord Jesus.
2: Uh, let's close our eyes. Uh, dear Heavenly Father.
0: Thank you, Father.
2: This morning, Father, we would like to thank you.
0: Thank you, Lord Jesus. We have
2: heard you speak this morning. Mm. We have no doubts in our, in our hearts. There's no doubts in our minds. Mm. There's no doubts in, even in our voices, Father, that mm. whoever was speaking today, dear Heavenly Father, yes, it was you. Mm. You came, Father, instructing us as part of your children, mm. as part of your royal seats, mm. giving us an enactment, Father, an act of mm. how, how we should live our life, mm. of what you as our Father expect from us, yes. And for that, Father, we are so grateful. Mm. Because, Father, you can never speak this way with us unless you love us, Father. Mm. That is why, Father, we say, they, 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 Brother Bram says, in that place, heaven, mm. Mm. There's nothing that can enter that place except perfect love. Exactly. Father, this morning, Father, you've come and showed perfect love to
0: Thank us. Thank you, Father. That
2: we, there is something that we need to do as your children, that we need to follow your laws and your ornaments. Mm. And when we do that, we mm. will be blessed. Yes. That is why we have our young daughter here, at Rebecca. Mm. When the angel of the Lord led her, she did not resist. Yes. Even when the angel of the Lord led the seven Elias, he did not resist. Mm. Because, Father, he knew that whenever he will, she will follow the that, mm. blessing we're going to fall. Exactly. That is why even when her brothers, her uncles, her families, mm. when they let her, after the decision, mm. the momentous decision, yes. the kind of decision that was going to take precedence in her life, mm. that was going to have a precedence in future generations, mm. when she took that generation, they said, you will be a mother of nations. Yes. And because for it was a blessing, when she has taken that decision, it was fulfilled. Even with us, Father, it is the same as expected of us. That a decision that we're going to take is going to affect future generations. Mm. But, Father, the generation that we have raised, the generation that you have kept in your hands. Exactly. That is why, Father, we put our families in your hands. Mm. We put our children in your hands. Yes. We put our relatives in your hands. Because we know that when we are in your hands, we are fortified. Mm. That we are going to make the right decision each and every time. We may fall to somehow, somehow, um, somewhat the Heavenly Father. Mm. But we know that Father, because we are the, we will be just like the prodigal sons. When when it became difficult for that him, there? when there was no ration for food for him, mm. he remembered home, that at home, mm. my seventh my, with my 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 father seven, they mm. have food to eat. Mm. Why should I suffer here in this world mm. while there is food at home? Mm. Even our children, father, we know that even if they can take away what mm. they will remember home that because they know the blessings that are there at home. Mm. That they are at home, for there is food, mm. there is a ration even that for the servants. What more for me as a son? Father, we believe, Father, the message has gone forth, Father, Mm. and we're going to follow it. Yes. We're going to be the people who are going to be there practicing it. Mm. Because, Father, we say to be a Christian is to be Christ-like. Yes. And to be Christ-like is to follow the Word. Mm. Because you as the Christ, you are the Word. Yes. And those who follow you must follow your Word. Exactly. Because your Word, Father, is not only the Word. Mm. It is life. That's right. And, Father, we want to have that life. Mm. Not just this life, Mm. but it eternal life that's right oh dear heavenly father thank you lord we'd like to thank you for this message Mm. we have heard you Mm. you have spoken to us as your royal seats as your royal bloodline Mm. and as a royal bloodline there is a response Mm. and a response for is to follow Mm. forward to go forward May we please, Father, bless our pastor. Mm. We know, Father, that virtue has gone out of him. Mm. May we please, Father, be the one, Father, each and every time when he's there in his study, you'll mm. be able to re- re- uh, reveal these gems, mm. these gems, these golden nuggets to him, Father, mm. so that he can come and feed us, Father. Yeah. That we may be, be uh, people, Father, who are going to come there and give respect to this message, mm. who going to come there and be the people, Father, who going to go there and follow this message with all our life. Yeah. We pray, believe in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ that each and every person who has come here, Father, you know their heart desire. May you be the one, Father, who's going to go there in their hearts, mm. whatever that they may need, Father, may you please fulfill it, Father, mm. because we can just talk, but you can go deep into their heart of person and see what is it that they need, even before they need it, Father. Mm. May you please bless each and every one, Father. We pray, believe in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen.
0: Amen. God bless you. God bless you richly, Uh, maybe just to nudge you, remember during this pandemic we we are learning, they say you are learning to live with this virus, now there is a new variant from India, so as we go through the waves, there is a way that we handle whenever there is a wave or a new variant being introduced so that we become responsible. Uh, we've got to find a balance, folks. Uh, now, we will announce in terms of how we're going to run the services. We will get the communication so that we monitor the impact of this new variant and how we can respond accordingly to it. Does it make sense? Remember, we, we sometimes even help the government. Amen. So God bless you. You'll get the communication in terms of how we're going to do it. God bless you. Give us a song. Brother Mutaw, when the praises go up, his glory comes down. Amen. We lift him higher. How many lift him higher this high, afternoon? High. When the is so his glory comes down.
1: we
0: Great and better. Yeah, hallelujah. How many believe when the praises go up, His glory comes down? Hallelujah. Jehovah is your name. How many agree? Jehovah Let's worship Him before we leave this place. Amen. Link. Jehovah is your name.
1: Oh, oh my